Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. You know, I'm continually looking for experts in a variety of areas so I can bring you their tips, ideas, and precautions. And today I have with me J.J. Richa from Business Vision Advisory. He's a managing director of that firm. And they help businesses to, uh, to provide management consulting services uh, more specifically, interim or fractional operational roles such as interim or fractional CEO or COO. And we're going to talk about what it takes to operate, grow, and run a business, basically the building blocks of what you do every day. JJ, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Bill. JJ, it's, it's a real pleasure to have you on. I've heard a lot of great things about the work that you do, and I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners are wondering, maybe, maybe I should be listening up about how I, I can bring in somebody who's going to professionally run my business so I can get to the next level. Before we get into that topic, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Uh, again, thank you for having me on the show uh, at um I am, you know, I always talk about myself. I, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I, uh, I, I have started uh, several companies uh, in the past um, 20-some years, and I've, I've sold three out of the companies that I've stored, started. My uh, background is uh, mainly in technology. Uh, I've started um, software companies, um, and um, I've uh, been, for the past uh, I'm going to say uh, past seven years, six, seven years, I've been uh, doing this uh, fractional uh, and um, uh, CEO or maybe interim COO type role for companies because I, I found out that uh, from my experience of uh, starting companies as a serial entrepreneur and running companies, growing companies, and selling companies, um, it's it, my experience is kind of transferable into not only uh, the uh, type of businesses or industries that I've um, started my companies in, but it's transferable to uh, uh, different industries as well, uh, because business is business at the end of the day. So part of my um, uh, part of what I've done in the past, I've also uh, 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 purchased and restructured companies uh, during the downturn, and uh, when when that happened, uh, I felt that I can also lend that experience to um, the businesses that I run into on a regular basis to help them 
uh, grow or to fix them if they need restructuring, or maybe if they're growing too fast, um, sometimes they don't have the right tools, the right expertise, the right processes in place to help them capture that growth. So, yeah, that's great experience that you've had. You've, you've started businesses and, and, so, and gone through uh, something that a lot of our listeners have never gone through, which is the sale of the business, which uh, can be a very, very uh, uh, daunting and, uh, and difficult situation for business owners. And a lot of times at that point, and there are a lot of businesses out there, as you know, JJ, that are saying, I know how I got where I am, but I need, in the last, say, three years of my business life here, I really need to drive this thing to the next level so I can monetize it and 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 walk away from this thing with a you know enough money so I'm not um, looking for a job at some point. Um, is that a pain point that you find a lot of business owners talk about? I mean, I can imagine a lot of different areas where people could say, "I really need to bring somebody in." Maybe maybe it's the the loss of an owner, maybe it's the loss of a key employee, or maybe they just want to jump to the next level. Um, what are your what are your findings out there? Who calls you, and what are their pain points? It's it's really all the above and and a lot more. So uh, uh, like probably just like you you've seen and you've experienced, uh, you see things and or people come to you for reasons that are completely different than than what you think it's going to be. But but all the above, I, I've uh, I've helped companies where. Uh, they've been in business for 12, 15 years, and uh, they've been um, uh, struggling to get to the next level, uh, regardless if they're doing five or 10 million or 20 million, but they want to grow. Um, or or uh, someone who's trying to uh, transition or maybe sell their business um, before um, you know the retirement, or or they want to have a succession plan to uh, you know transfer that business to um, to their uh, children, um, or or sometimes it's uh, it's passing uh, passing the business down to some key employees uh, if they don't have any children, or uh, where they've been working on that business for 20, 30 years, and now. Um, they'd like to have some kind of a succession plan, um, or or it could be just for restructuring. Um, a lot of companies that I also help uh, could be that um, they've been um, they've done some management mistakes, and uh, what they need is maybe they need additional uh, cash, working capital. Uh, part of uh, what I do too is I have access to um, uh, lending institutions, uh, investors that I could bring in a capital into the business, depending on the type of business and what kind of uh, capital they're looking for. Um, also, it could be that they're, um, um, you know, growing too fast. I, uh, I've been helping a company uh, uh, for the past uh, six months or so. They've actually grown. Um, they tripled their revenue uh, in the past uh, 18, 19 months. Uh, and, uh, it's that rapid growth requires a different set of skills. So a little bit, a little bit of uh, kind of a little bit about my philosophy as far as when it comes down to business. If you're if you're starting a company from scratch, uh, you need a certain set of skills. When you get to one million in revenue, you get a you need another set of skills. When you get to five, you need another set of skills. When you get to ten, you need another set. So. 
So there are different set of skills that are required at the different levels. And this is where I come in. I can help these entrepreneurs, these owners with their ability to reach their ultimate objective, their ultimate goal of, um, of what they want to do. Are they trying to get to a certain revenue level? Like sometimes I talk to entrepreneurs and, and owners and they say, you know what? I am at a 10 million. I want to reach 20 million in revenue and then I want to sell. Um, so it depends on the objective or maybe they want to reach a certain revenue level. So they're able to take a vacation for two weeks and not really worry about, um, uh, about, really come in, you know, about, you know, putting out fires on a daily basis because they they could hire the right people that could really handle the business when they're away. So, you know, sorry, I kind of answered in a long way, but I, I wanted to kind of cover as much as I can. That's okay. That was a lot of value built into, into that statement. And the question that came to my mind is kind of the vision that came into my mind, I should say, is kind of like a, a tool shed. You know, you, you walk in um, to a tool shed and you see the big tools over here and the little tools over there, but you see a lot of tools. And I imagine you have a lot of tools in your tool shed that you can come in. But I'm wondering um, if, without giving away any of your, of your trade secrets or anything, what are, what are some of the first questions you ask when you're, when you're looking at a situation with a business owner? What are some of the first things that you need to know before you can start figuring out which tools you're going to use? Um, I, I would say it, it always come down, comes, it comes down to numbers, and it always comes down to metrics. So I'm always, um, when, I, when I engage with a new business, uh, with the new owners, uh, first is the owners or the entrepreneurs, they need to be open to change. Because most of the time, they've been doing the same thing for many years. And if that's not working, then something's got to change. And if they're hiring me for, to help them with that change, uh, then they need to be open to change. So that's, that's a very big thing. And, and um, people are creature of habit. If they're doing something the same way all, all along for a long time, they would rather not change. So, so I've, I've learned over the years that um, uh, the best thing to do is do micro changes um, until the owners, the entrepreneurs are comfortable with the changes and they see results. And then they would be open to do maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, drastic or, or a little bit more uh, open to, to bigger changes that the, that the business needs. But also it depends on where the business is. If the business is in need of major restructuring because they're, they're not able to meet, um, you know, their payroll for that week, uh, then, then some drastic changes may need to be done right then and there. But um, I'm going to go back to, to, the, to the numbers and the metrics. So, so the first thing I really look at is I have to see their, their financials, their balance sheet, their uh, profit and loss statement, uh, do they have? Do they measure uh, metrics uh, of their, you know, KPIs, if you want, of of what um, on on their business? And it could be. It depends on the business. If it's a manufacturing operation, or maybe a retail operation, or maybe a, a, a construction business, 
um, it, it really, or maybe it could be an IT uh, or a service type business. So there's there's a lot of um, different metrics or different KPIs that are very specific to each industry, and so um, so the metrics are really important. I, I heard the tale of the, your previous um, uh, um, uh, guest, but mm -hmm. uh, these metrics, if someone is is listening to uh, or was listening to the previous guest. Uh, they're, you know, they they probably are talking about how much uh, does the customer cost to acquire that customer. So customer acquisition costs become important. Um, uh, how are you able to convert uh, your marketing efforts into actual sales? Um, are uh, is is your inventory? You have too much inventory or too little inventory? Are you missing? Um, are potentially leaving money on the table, or you have too much inventory, which is really cash that you could use for other purposes. Um, again, it depends on the type of business, but all these metrics uh, must be followed uh, in order to really run the business according to numbers. And it depends also uh, on on where the business is. If if the business is at a stage where uh, they're still running the business. Uh, shooting from the hip kind of way, then 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 these things may not really fit. But if now the business is in their twenty thirty million dollar revenue, let's say, or maybe ten million dollar revenue, you cannot shoot from the hip anymore. You're you're at a point where you have to look at the numbers and run your business by the numbers. Great point. Now, how often, when you come into a let's say a business between five and ten million, you know, a a, a business you can throw a rock and hit around here in Southern California pretty easily um, uh, from anywhere. Uh, what are some of the dysfunctions that you, that you see that you go, here we go again. It's, it's just like every other business I see, um, but uh, it, it's fixable, but the owner doesn't fix it. What are some of those dysfunctions that you see? Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's pretty common. Uh, I, your question is valid. It's, it, there are really a lot of commonalities. One of the biggest thing is um, they're always putting out fires on a daily basis. So there are no processes in place as to how to handle situations, how to, um, if it's a company that's doing dispatching, how do we dispatch, um, how do we schedule, um, how do we, uh, you know, uh, receive Inventory. So there are no processes in place. So they're always shooting from the hip, and they're always um, trying to put out fires on a daily basis. That's that's really a big thing. The second thing mm -hmm. is they're they're looking at their um, they're looking at the profit and loss. They're looking at their bank account um, as their way of gauging if they have money or if the business is doing well or not doing so well, uh, but they really need to look at the entire picture and not just uh, at their bank statement to see how well they're doing. They need to look at, the, of course, their balance sheet because if they have debt as well, they have to look at the balance sheet and see how they're servicing the, the, the debt. So these are really, I would say, these are at the top. The, the third thing, you know, would be uh, more related to um, their team. So um, most of the owners, again, if you're talking anywhere between, you know, two, three million to 10 million, they're trying to hire uh, the least expensive person they can hire for that job. And it's, it's usually 
never the right thing to do. You always have to hire the top people for a specific job, especially if it's a sensitive position uh, or a managerial type position. You need to, ha- to hire the right people that they can do the job, they can do it right. So it's, it's really at the end of the day, it's always about the people. It's all, always about who's going to execute that vision. Great points. It, it boils back down to, to uh, the, the age-old wisdom of people, profits, and processes. You know, it's, you just list off your P's, <laughs> and uh, those, those are great points. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but, but how you look at that, and, and the owner, like you said, a lot of times that owner is, is trying to drop the battle plan from the front lines um, a lot of a lot of the, a lot of owners I find maybe you do too that they just don't feel like they don't have time to really step back and think about this stuff. They've got to do do do, and uh, and that can be their downfall. So when when what are you looking? What's your next client look like on an ideal basis, JJ? Um, you know, a, a client, uh, you know, perfect client for me would be anywhere be- doing between five and fifty million in revenue, and they're looking to make a significant change in their business, regardless if, again, if if it's being restructured or maybe they want to get to the next level or to the next revenue level. But alongside that. Uh, that business must be willing to make changes, especially if they've been trying to get to that next level and they have not reached that level and they've been trying to do it for a while. So, so I would say uh, any business that, that wants to make a difference in their objectives, in their lives, and the lives of their employees um, for the long run to increase their revenue or maybe to prepare themselves for potential exit uh, or potential succession. So someone who is, who is in fact, coachable, <laughs> right? Coachable uh, is a great, <laughs> yeah. great way of saying Are you coachable? So listeners, that. are you coachable? <laughs> you can have objectives. You can hire experts, but are you going to listen? Uh, that's, that's a big question. So uh, our, now um, I'm going to give our listeners uh, your website. I, I imagine that's the best way to find out more about you. First of all, let's start with that. It's www business vision advisory business vision advisory.com www.businessvisionadvisory.com what will people find when they go to your website uh, they'll find information about um, you know what we do as far as uh, a fractional uh, CEO type roles or interim CEO type roles uh, you know one of the things that we have uh, we have a questionnaire um, like of what um, you know where we can help so if if they read some of these questions and depending on their answers uh, this is where we can help them so one of, one of the big questions bill is is can you take a vacation for two weeks and will your business continue to run without you being you know your interference so if if businesses can do that and most businesses that are in the range we we discussed um, you know they have they have problems um, in trying to be away for two to three weeks without them be you know being called or 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 uh, you know for for their um, you know decision making or um, you know in order to interfere in whatever it is that the business is is in need uh, of, of their of their help. Yeah, yeah. Most people in in that 
in the size of business we're talking about haven't had a real vacation <laughs> ever. I mean, you get away, right? And then, and then uh, you get that email, that phone call, uh, and and there, it's not so much that it's a big hassle, but there goes your rest. There goes your peace of mind that you were trying to experience to rest your mind and get away. And, uh, you know, JJ, I can imagine there are a lot of situations where your services could be very, very valuable to our listeners. And I hope they'll get in touch with you at businessvisionadvisory.com. And I would imagine from there they can figure out how to get in touch with you and maybe just do the questionnaire online or have a phone call with you to figure out if you might be a good fit for what they're looking for. Is that correct? Uh, definitely. And I, I want to say, Bill, that uh, I'm happy to meet with anyone. Uh, again, I, I, um, I, what I bring to the table is me as an entrepreneur. So I, my approach is um, I like to work with the business owner, with the entrepreneur, one-on-one -on -one and get in the trenches with them and execute a plan. So first, I'm happy to meet with them, no charge whatsoever. And if they don't like me, they don't like me. If they do, then I'd be happy to talk to them about, you know, how we get engaged. But I'm happy to meet with anyone over coffee or lunch at no cost whatsoever. And, and listeners, you should know that JJ is also uh, a member of a group called Provisors that has thousands of professionals available in all walks of life that you can think of. And I've seen him at these meetings. People talk highly of him at these meetings. And uh, like me, I'm sure he's looking for who is on my bench if I need to bring in a professional to solve another issue. So he's a great resource for that. And, J.J., I really want to thank you for coming on and sharing these very valuable tips with our listeners. Uh, it's been uh, very enlightening for me. I took a bunch of notes. I've got them right here, and I'm going to put some into use. So thanks again for joining me, and I hope our listeners will get in touch with you at businessvisionadvisory.com. Thank you very much, Bill. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 